What's up, daddies? Today on the program, we got a drunk guy who crashes his lawnmower into a cop car, a horny free speech enthusiast gets arrested for his bumper sticker, a pervert gets busted after spilling gravy on his laptopper, we got two great female stories, and so much more. And as always, keep those five star reviews coming. Go ahead, it's right up there. Just give it a click, a little click ski for me. Thank you so much. Live from Los Angeles, woo, California. You're listening to Power Moves, Daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rockin' a cold one in each hand My buddy Dave and I are Americans Just making power moves Rippin' heaters and chuggin' paps Now he lied with no clasp Blowin' shit up and chasing ass Yeah, we're making power moves Yeah, we're making power moves Right to a Detroit groove Just all American dudes Out making power moves We're back. Thank you, Rich O'Toole, for that beautiful song that we always enjoy. It's always a delight. B-Dubs has the weekend off. Not the weekend. The week off. He's taking the week off. And instead, in his steed, we have my brother, co-host of We Watch Wrestling Podcast, Mr. Vince Averill, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Power moves. Finally coming in. Man. Feels good to be here, dude. You got to do a back-to-back show, so we're doing this a little bit early. Yeah, that's why you heard me get real throaty. <laughs> real this is, throaty. This is not power move time. No, this is early. <laughs> this is this is a 10 a.m. program. Usually, we do an 11 o'clock. Um, I'll have to traverse to get to the show, and uh, and I'll have a. Um, it gets my throat going. You breathe a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I haven't smoked. In two days. Oh. I'm making attempts, Vic. Look at you. I'm making attempts, and I'll get into why. Okay. <laughs> but w- that's the problem when, when you, if you smoke cigarettes, and I'm not a heavy smoker. I'm mostly a, a, a drinking smoker, but um, I'll still have a few at night. I'll dip out in the middle of a work session. Just sure. have a break outside on the patio there. And um, y- you start to grow back all these little tiny hairs oh. <laughs> in your throat. Okay. That are just decimated <laughs> like a tree line. Oh my god. From smoking cigarettes. Yeah. So even at a couple of days, those things start to little they start to peak up. Now let me ask you, are you doing it? A uh, friend of the show, Jesse Pop. Uh, I've seen him more than once. At the end of the night, break up all his cigarettes, go to sleep with the idea he's done, and then just buy a pack in the morning. Are you, are you breaking them up? Are you getting that aggro? I'll tell you what I did. I I was out. I was out of like um, proper filtered cigarettes. I was smoking Camel Blues. I think. And uh, your boy, Danny, Danny hooked me up. He was trying to lose weight. Danny is in. Danny is not in your band, correct? He is not. Tell us about your new band, real quick. Oh, man. Cross Control, man! It's a new hardcore band out of Los Angeles, dude. We're uh, exciting. The record is is done. We're just finishing up the mix, and uh, dude, there should be a show pretty soon. It's going to be sweet. And of course, that'll be on the program. You'll 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 let us play a single, won't you? Of course, thank Without, you, man. You'll you you won't give us any beef about the licensing. <laughs> oh no, man, you no. let us play that. No, no, I'd love for that to happen. Yeah. Um, your boy Danny was trying to lose weight, and uh, he was smoking filterless camels. Oh my god! <laughs> and he happened to have a pack in his little fanny bag, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you want these? You're like, uh, I don't like filtered cigarettes." And I was like, "Well, you know what? I'll throw them in the drawer, and I'll just." When I, when I come up short, yeah. or just like, oh, I've always got those as a safety. Holy shit, man. Those are, <laughs> those are unsmokable. <laughs> that gave me a whole new appreciation for when you see like Sam Elliott in an 80s movie just ripping filterless cigarettes. Oh I'm like, God. those guys, like you could die after three packs uh, of those. <laughs> does it just feel like it's burning a hole in the back of your neck or what? It does. Not only that, that it gives you such an insane nicotine rush <laughs> that oh my it's God. not pleasurable. Yeah. It's not like a Newport ad where, where everyone's having a good time and kick back. You want to scratch your own eyeballs uh, out. Dude, so I've never smoked a cigarette. I've smoked plenty of weed. I've never smoked a cigarette, but there were some parties. I think you were still in New York um, at the lofts in uh, uh, McKibben 
where they would hand out joints sometimes. And I remember smoking one one time and being like, oh, man, why do I feel so lightheaded? And it was a spliff, right? They had right. put some tobacco in it. It was so, half. It was a half cigarette. So even just thinking about that experience for me as someone who had not smoked nicotine, like I, I can only imagine uh, how it would fuck with you. It's a different animal. And it's strange because I don't smoke that much weed. Um, maybe like I'll take two little hits of indica or something before I watch uh, the Vanderpump Rules with my with my <laughs> yeah. betrothed in the, in mode. the evening. <laughs> I got to get real dumb for these types of Bravo shows, even Bring though I up. very much enjoy them. But um, yeah, like that, I'll just hack my lungs out, and I sound like an idiot because she's Melissa's just waiting for me to come back and watch television, and I'm yeah. just hold on. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then you end up way too stoned. Me and Vince, uh, how long, when did we meet Vince? We met just, in 2006. Just a little background before the rest of the program. We're both from Michigan. We didn't know each other in Michigan. We met, I moved to New York in uh, January of 2006. I feel like we knew of each other pretty quickly because of the comedy scene, but then we probably began to actually uh, become uh, one somewhere in the middle of 2006. We've been riding strong ever since. Hell yeah. Except for when I take a break and come out here and you stay in New York and... Yeah. Uh, Still get into it. You stay in New York for a little little bit extra. A little too long. A little too long. <laughs> it could be argued. But I was there before you, yeah. and I had my little too long at that, yeah. like the two years that you stayed after me. Yeah. I, I had had my, my little too long. We've had the, you know, I think we both had the, this place is trying to kill us. It was. One <laughs> Actively. Of my, one of my, um, my, my last moments was when I, uh, I, we, we were watching, what, what pay-per-view was it? Or, or was it just a Monday Night Raw? I don't know. We're What's watching your... a wrestling event. Oh, the 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 head trauma. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was a Sunday night. So that was a that was a pay per view. I don't remember which one, but pay per view, and I forget which one also. And and we're ripping beers, ripping dubs, and uh, I leave, and I smack my head open on the subway, and I think Jesse Pop uh, tells this full story, so I won't regale you with the entire thing, but uh, I, I split my head open pretty bad and had to stay at Vince and Jesse Pops yeah. on the floor. Get up, portion. burns is hurt. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I like open my eyes and my, the, my, the lights on my room are on. Get up, burns is hurt. Yeah, and you're trying to go to work, <laughs> yeah. which I should have the next day. I took the day off. Yeah, well, you had I, head trauma, man. I did serious head trauma. Yeah. I was walking down the subway platform stairs and uh, I was trying to make the train, so I jumped off the steps and forgot that there was a uh, overhang of a concrete corner, which I caught my noggin on and uh, split me wide open through a new era baseball mm. hat. Um, Not a lot of uh, things got cleaned up in that apartment, but I'm pretty sure we cleaned the blood up. Possibly. That was one thing that did get cleaned That's up. That's possible, <laughs> but I couldn't even guarantee that happened. No, right? <laughs> I think because it was in front of my room, it probably got done. Absolutely. Uh, let's get. Oh, I want to talk about this. I missed it on the last week's episode. Um, friend of the show, Barry Weiss from Storage Wars and uh, Roadhouse, uh, the pain still don't hurt fame, had a nasty accident on his chopper in Hollywood. Oh, no. You're familiar with the Barry Weiss, correct? Dude, Barry Weiss has... Uh, I-, I was putting mail into the mailbox there on fucking Vermont, and the, the letter blew out of my hand and blew out in front of my car, and I was like trying to get out, and I was like, sir, and I realized it's Barry walking in front of me. Oh, yeah. And he just, with his foot, just like shuffled it at me like like <laughs> fuck you like kind of kicked the letter at me and kept walking i was big, like big thank dirt, you man big big shoe smudge on your mail <laughs> yeah that's my berry interaction he slammed into the back of a uh a car like it's just in the middle of the road like his brakes gave out or it wasn't paying attention he was with a buddy and he, he like broke his back he had oh back surgery God. broke a femur jesus so we're sending good vibes to Barry Weiss for a speedy recovery, man. The, the world needs Barry Weiss yeah. out there kicking mail around, Don't, smashing yeah. into cars. <laughs> Maybe it's a cautionary tale while kicking mail at people. <laughs> and also, he's in the, uh, the the pain still don't hurt script, which if you see over here, Vince, that's a big stack of things that I need to sort and oh. mail out. And boy, am I procrastinating, and I hope people don't get mad soon, but it should be done this week All as right. soon as Melissa decides to help me. Get your ship on. Oh, uh, Also, I want to talk about how... Um, Kumail tweeted that call Kumail Nanjiani, actor, friend of ours, tweeted, called my trainer daddy by mistake. So I'll be burning my house down and moving to the exact center of the woods. And then Dave Batista tweets back, fuck that. Just start calling everyone daddy and own it and say that shit like you mean it with bass in your voice. Make it your thing. Make it your thing. It'll become trendy because you're on fucking fire right now. Don't move to the woods, daddy. 
this could get litigious because you know Batista. He probably listens to this show and he's 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 biting on you, man. Man, that's my game. He's biting on that's you. That's my whole fucking gimmick, Vince. Mm-mm. Dave, people come have, clean, man. People have, and to be fair, I have uh, ripped this a smidgen from <laughs> Dustin Rhodes. Well, that's where end. Batista's getting it from too, and that's where he's getting it from too. <laughs> And that's where most gimmicks come from, as yeah, you right. well know. You got to take a little bit, give a little bit, there's the, make it your own. There's a tree, and people just pick fruit <laughs> off it. And then you, you know, some people make a pie, some people make a make a fruit salad. But what have you? Yeah. You're using the same goddamn fruit for wrestling gimmicks. Yeah, call your personal trainer, Daddy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I've been saying that for thir- this is 34 episodes of me <laughs> encouraging people to call each other Daddy. Listeners, daddies, women are lady daddies. They don't have to be lady daddies. They could be a, a daddy also. I'm daddy, just giving daddy. you an option. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> daddy, daddy. Um, so, yeah, Dave Batista, if you're listening, you know what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> I want I want a plug. You're a powerful <laughs> man, Big Dave. Make it, make it right. Make Give it, it a plug. Make it right. That's all I ask. In, the, in social media, that's all anyone asks. Is if someone bites something or makes a mistake, all you need is a plug. Not a big Be deal. like Dave Batista. Listen to Power Moves <laughs> with Mike Burns. Uh, little Power Moves uh, news. The dollar rate is back at Applebee's, Vince. The month of May, dude. It's a great time to be alive. Now we just got to... You know, I was just in the Dallas airport. There's a fucking full-on Applebee's right in the terminal. Oh, man. Like a beaut- Like I don't know if it's... A, it looked very new because there was a 7-Eleven. The Dallas fucking Fort Worth airport is a luxury, man. They got a 7-Eleven in the airport? A 7-Eleven, an Applebee's. Instead of like a Hudson News, you got like a 7-Eleven. Yes. You get a With the rollers and everything, plane. dude. Taquitos popping. Everything. Wow. Yeah. Now, what's the cost on those? That's fascinating to me. You know, that's that's something I didn't look at, but I think that I paid. It's like a big bite, seven ninety five. I bought a bottle of water, and it was airport price. So probably, uh, yeah, they're probably gouging you on the. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. I, I'm gonna look that up after the program because <laughs> if, if taquitos are like two for six. But I also I should have looked to see if the Applebee if the if they had the dollaritas in there if it was airport it was gonna be eight dollarita. Um, Brooks Whelan tried to investigate this and they do not have them okay. at the last airport that okay. he was at an Applebee's of okay. for some I mean for obvious purposes yeah. you yeah, can't yeah. be feeding people buck oh, drinks the, the sky marshals would be on high alert oh yeah and they're, and it's also not a clean booze it's not something that makes you like chill it's not like a it's not like three four just straight Tito's and sodas that's right it's filled with a lot of poison there's there is a lot of poison in a dollar drink, no matter what it is. And if you seen how they uh, they uh, make those, uh-uh. they pre mix them in five gallon buckets. Oh like, my god! It's a bucket of swill. It's not like they're making you a fresh margarita every time, or even just in a. It may come out of a pr- proper bottle of some yeah. sort, but no, there's there someone documented who worked at an Applebee's how you make oh. it. And it's like it's like mostly Sprite yeah. and melon liqueur. Or so you know, Stone Cold shouldn't Steve, even be in there. Stone Cold Steve Austin is like a margarita purist. Like on his show, he like broke down his own personal recipe, and he yes. talks so much shit about margaritas. I would love to hear him talk about the Dollarita. Oh, he would yeah. not be be happy about oh, it. Oh, Stone Cold went <laughs> to Applebee's, and them some bitches tried to give me God a bucket, bucket. <laughs> big bucket of bullshit, and I go went in there and I whooped their ass, and I made them a real margarita the way I want to. <laughs> you some bitch got some riblets while I was at it. Let's get into trying to do my thing. I uh, we had we had Monday night beers as we always do. Mm. On Monday, institution, institution. It's a it's a wonderful thing. If if you don't do it, I encourage you and uh, your pack of homies uh, to make it a point to have one night that isn't a weekend night. We're taking back Mondays. Take back Mondays, <laughs> and the good thing about it is, once you make it a thing, it's not like you're just going out to drink beers randomly with the boys on a Monday. I'm not or, a bowling the, league baby. I go to Monday night beers. You're not going out with the ladies. <laughs> not going out with the boys or a mixture of the two. You have a thing on your calendar that is known that is happening. Yes. So there's no discussion about it. No. There's just what time are you coming home? That's right. And we start them early. Yeah. Which I think. You've been the the impetus for that. I think I've moved them up so (laughs) that now we we get there around five. That's got to feel pretty good because like Bernsey needs it at five, then it's going to be at five. And I we need Bernsey. And sometimes Mondays, man, you feel so blue. (laughs) You just can't handle it. You just can't. You're just waiting. 
you're just trying to get your piddly work done at home and you're yeah. just like please god yeah and then sometimes you know i'll dip in there at like 4 30 <laughs> i'll just get a pre-gamer before you guys get yeah. there just a little little time for me to tend to some business on the phone summer's coming man because the light it was still light out almost the entire time this it's past wild. monday it's yeah. wild and the bar that we attend is uh darkest of the dark is dark it's dark dark and <laughs> so you'll be in there for hours and you believe it's evening yeah and then you go outside to rip a butt which god damn it what am i gonna do on monday if i don't smoke vince just go out and hang out Go take a rip off a dube or something. <laughs> something. I mean, I go there. You know, like gnarly goes out and smokes a whole one like it's a fucking Marlboro Lights, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just fine. I have two tweaks, yeah. and I yeah, come and back, and I just like can't talk yeah. during the conversation for the next hour. Uh, I'm just a. Uh, there's bye. so many. It's like World War Two, and there's so many stories going on at different times. So many at the so, same time. So many. It's so long. So we're sitting there, and um, uh, gnarly Zach, friend of the show, correspondent. You've heard him on here. He. Uh, he, he freaked out a little bit a couple weeks ago, and I think it was, oh, it was 420. It was on 420. Uh, he ate an entire 60-piece. 100. Was it 100? He had 100 milligrams. He split a two with somebody. Oh, no. Yeah. That's weed, Vince. I'm talking about the, the chicken nuggets. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, we might as well add that into add that into the, add that into the mix as well. Yeah, 60-piece from... Uh, uh, a local establishment had a 200 milligram <laughs> weed bar brownie yeah. i forget what kind when you was. said freak out i was like you must be talking about the 100 <laughs> no, milli no, not the no. not the chicken nuggets <laughs> no, no he splits that with somebody and he rips the whole hundred before yeah. he comes to the bar and he's the kind of cat who could just like be chill the whole time he was hanging he, dude like if i had like i can maximize on the edibles with like three of those blueberries or three <laughs> five milligram gummy bears and that's pretty good buzz for me and then i'm just kind of set and yeah. i'm sleepy i don't know what my brain would turn into if i ripped dude a hundred milligrams and if you don't if you don't do weed a hundred milligrams is like if you smoked i don't know seven full joints yourself i can only imagine or if your your brain was going to absolutely tell you you were going to die no matter what and you didn't know why well, I, uh, think, I think gnarly just has such a sunny disposition that uh that it doesn't he's doesn't a younger man dude mode. he's a younger he man, a younger man. and, and, at, and I forget that. sometimes it, it's later that your brain finally reveals to you that <laughs> that these things are possible but correct he doesn't he don't split the 60 nuggets with nobody no so he gets the 60 nuggets from chick-fil-a on 420 on 420, he uh, he eats 45 of them, and he gets a bunch of and I and I I think this is a great move. He gets a whole bunch of the the King's Hawaiian rolls, mm. and he makes little. He puts two of the Chick Fil A chicken nuggets on there, yep. and then he puts two. Uh, rallies fries that he fries in his deep fryer on there. <laughs> this, this is, is his living this it, is his recipe, and then he takes. Uh, he has a separate area where he has rallies fries and he soaks them one in red hot he gets it real drenched in red hot and he places that <laughs> oh so delicately yes on top and then yes he uh he he makes a sandwich out of it and he and he ate 45 nuggets worth i don't think they were all sandwiches but the, a lot of and them were there's the art he's not just shoveling in 45 straight nuggets no. he's there's an art to it he is a he, he is a a, a chef as far as he's without he's, a doubt, he's a skilled chef when That's it right. comes to the fried food arts, dude. I mean, he, he's had uh, members of his family, his girlfriend's family, try to get him to walk away from the fryer. They bought him an air fryer. He's a virtuoso. They tried to get him off it with an air fryer, man. <laughs> tried to like, wean him off. Go, go go do the methadone. It's like it ain't the same. It's like they got him a nicotine patch. <laughs> yeah, it ain't the same. No. So he does this, and then the next day, after he eats the forty-five, he gets up. And immediately houses because he's watching a soccer game or something. Yeah. He says he rocks the other 15. Oh, yeah. But he wants them extra crispy, so he throws those in the deep fryer because they've been sitting out since yesterday. <laughs> you got to re-crisp them. I yeah, mean, come man. on. That's some animal. Tighten it up, dude. <laughs> he fucking fries them up. Dude. And he pops all those down. And then this was like, this was a couple weeks ago. And I think it's been stuck in his cross since then was that he... Uh, was was developing an illness from his ways. This was like he he hit rock bottom oh, with no. his fried food ways, uh, and he uh, he got himself a doctor's appointment. And yeah. for some reason, while we're sitting there on Monday, um, he 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 tells a, a sad story about a death, and I think people start you know when someone does that, people start to share. 
and it starts to escalate people who've gotten sick, et cetera, et cetera, on top of him talking about how freaked out he is about to go to the doctor to get his, to get his uh, blood work done. And you're sharing about how well it sometimes, you know, you have a couple beers and you're triglycerides or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. is off and, but it's all cool, man. Don't worry about yeah. it. And, and I think about the times that I've been to the doctor and like, I tried to, you know, get off the sauce and then like I get a liver uh, fucking reading or something and then it's a little off then you go back and they're like oh well it's, how many beers did you have last night I'm like four I'm like you can't have four beers before you go in and get your blood work done <laughs> so I start to have a fucking internal panic attack and I'm not sharing with you while we're sitting this is there. on Monday this is on okay. Monday okay. it starts to really get in my craw and I'm oh. just I'm sitting there and I was already a little off because once in a while like I get a little excitement in me like when I step into a social situation yep. and I just got to kind of go inside my brain for like five ten minutes it's like oh no I can feel my heart like and I feel my heartbeat and I can't <laughs> and all this discussion of death and doctors is going on yeah. and Gnarly's talking about all the bad shit he's eating forever and <laughs> I start to remember that on Friday, last Friday, I, uh, I I went to In-N-Out at 11.30, and I had, I had a double cheeseburger. And then I went immediately after I got back to the bar for Pop Man's birthday celebration happy hour. I had a chimichanga, <laughs> like a deep-fried chimichanga, yeah. where they didn't do a good job frying it. Ooh. And then I got wrecked. I had 1,000 beers because it was Pop Man's birthday, but I didn't do nothing bad. Then <laughs> I woke up in the morning. I made myself a BLT. <laughs> then I went to Mike Holmes' place. Mike Holmes was doing a uh, a Cinco de Mayo deal where he was making these uh, these pork belly tacos that are just soaked in pork fat. Mm. I gorge on those. Then in the morning, I wake up on Sunday, and I'm sad. I'm sad because I'm, I w- wish I had more of those tacos. And I tell Melissa, I'm like, and I'm bummed. I wish I had those tacos were so good. Yeah. I wish some more. So we, we have to go to Nick Turner's for his birthday party. Good friend. And Nick Turner has got a carnitas spread. Huge spread. (laughs) And and my offering to this spread was Munchkin's Donut Holes. The big, like, 50-piece Munchkin Donut Holes. It ain't nothing. Bring that. So I eat, like, 10 Donut Holes, Mm -hmm. five tacos. Then this peanut butter chocolate cake comes out. And I eat all that. And then I get home. And as a couple of hours have gone by, and you know when you fucking binge on all this food, you get hungry real quick for no reason afterwards. And I smoke some dope, I think. Yeah. (laughs) So I ate four grilled cheese sandwiches. Wow. And I'm dipping them in mayonnaise. And after the thousand beers and all this, and then Gnarly's talking about going to the doctor, and I'm sitting there, what did I do to myself? <laughs> you look good. I can't believe it. How many times have I done this? <laughs> I should be the one concerned. Uh, I should be the one. Yeah. Not Gnarly. Dude. So I have, uh, I've, uh, I've decided I need to make a doctor's appointment. And that's probably Dude, I got to go too. I've, I've been putting. I've, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm due for my own. You know how I bullshit myself though is, almost every morning I like put in the blender like some frozen fruit, a bunch of fucking greens, and some you know protein like green protein powder and that kind of shit. Yeah. And I drink that, and that that's the first thing that I take for the day. Mm-hmm. And somehow it's in my mind. I'm then like, well, I'm pretty much carte blanche now because I fucking I had my whole dose of like vegetables and shit. That's uh, I absolutely do that. I, yeah. I I I don't even go to that extent. I just go to the store and I buy one of those little cartons of blueberries. Okay, and I just shovel in like yeah just, antioxidant. Yeah, antioxidants. Look at that. I ate a hundred blueberries. Yeah. I'm strong. And then you know I go rip. Yeah. Four or five butts out on the patio, and I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's "Well, you're e- having a triple cheese." Well, that's even. <laughs> <laughs> that all works out. Uh, it's, it's it's a br- the changes have to be made, but the, and that is a problem. Like neither of us or gnarly the, appear to have any sort of problems. <laughs> Sometimes I see the bags in my eyes. I say something's up. Man, you just need a nap, man. <laughs> yeah. A nap in one of them smoothies. You're gonna be yeah, five minutes. You're right. You're right. Mm. I uh, I also I fucked up the show last week, Vince. Oh no! I was so goddamn mad. I uploaded a Patreon episode uh, instead of the actual episode. Uh oh! To to iTunes and okay. everywhere. Uh oh! Vince, that's a goddamn nightmare. You can't get the shit off. <laughs> you can get it on, but you can't get I it off. Got from 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 you from you, daddies. I got so many tweets and emails. And I felt compelled to answer as many as I could that yeah. I know, yeah. I know, <laughs> it wrecked my day. Yeah, I couldn't get it down. I couldn't got, get stop, people to stop telling me about it. Oh, no. So eventually I just dumped the whole thing. 
put up a fresh one on Friday because I thought I could just change the file, which you can. Right. But iTunes takes for fucking ever to, to fix things. Anything, yeah. So I, 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 I'm, I'm, at, I'm at my wit's end, and I start to get that red line feeling of like, I'm going to. I'm gonna put my fist through a wall. Oh no! Because I just like yeah, it's just it's very a, frustrating. It's a public embarrassment. Also, it's like everyone saw the stupid mistake you made. Yeah, because the files are so similar. And I just I was 12:30 at night. I was going to bed. Usually, I stay up to like two after the missus goes to bed, and I really focus. I try to get you know make sure everything's right. I re-listen to it. Instead, I went to bed with her. And I'm like, all right, I'll come to bed with you, which I I don't always do. I like to stay up and watch a little television. And I put up the wrong program, and I woke up to just uh, me. I was the there's worst. a there were bees in my head, Vince. Yeah, I finally called her at like I think four thirty and said, "This was a Thursday. Like, I'm uh, I'm going to the roost. Don't be mad." And then I just that's end tra- <laughs> end transmission. <laughs> And I went and sat there. Like, the ship is going down. That's went, we last heard from him. I uh, sat, went and sat at the bar and had two <laughs> scotch and sodas. And I was like, all right, all right. I, I, because it was par- partially, I couldn't have her come home to me. Redlining. Redlining. <laughs> because there's no way I'm going to be able to be nice. I mean, I'm not going to smack her around or anything. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to yeah. be like, oh, what was your day? Oh, I made a, how do you like the uh, the, the, the uh, roast I made? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, good <laughs> so I medicated myself. It's probably not the best uh, policy. Do you have anything wild you did this week, Vince? You're out of town a little bit. Yeah. Uh, nothing Nothing wild, unfortunately. I mean, Monday I got cocked. I was drinking those tequilas. I was a, a little more cocked than I normally like to be for a Monday night beer. Well, you figured out what I figured out <laughs> is that... Uh, happy hour exists. Happy hour drinks uh, real tall. Real, real tall. Heavy, heavy pour. The biggest rocks glass that they, they, you know, when you you see different rocks glasses, the big one with a heavy pour is six bucks. Six bucks. Which is the same that it costs for a fucking 24 PBR. So you're going, well, I might as well. Right. And then you switch over. You have a few cocktails and then you switch. Dude, did you never switch? uh, At the very end. And I I Frankenstein home, dude. I was like, (laughs) like directly into my bed. My wife. Brings in the Pedialyte with a straw. She's like, dude, get it in you. Get it in you. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you, man. You got to stick to like two. Yeah. So you have two. You have two high class beverages. Fucking DeRosa showed up. He's like, what are you? No, man, come on. Like, and, that, and I end up having like one or two more. When Joe DeRosa shows up, that means. Things are gonna turn bad, and that's when I turn just, it up. I I politely have to excuse myself in a very after, good way, though, in a course, very good yeah. way. No, but Joe DeRosa is one of those. He's a he's a shot guy. He likes to buy you shots. Yes. And he'll bribe you with shots all night long as long as you stay. <laughs> it just please, please, buddy. Here you go. Let's do a shot. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, shots at this age, they feel a lot worse. Let's get into some power news you can use. Police say two stole $21,000 worth of Victoria's Secret panties. This is from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Vince. Uh, Police in Pennsylvania identified two suspects accused of stealing 21 grand worth of Vic Seek's undies. Uh, Police say that an 18-year-old woman and a juvenile, uh, they aren't naming, entered the store in the Capital City Mall. Uh, they, uh, They just start stuffing panties 2100 or 21000 21000 dollars Vince. how okay that's a lot of underpants i would think it is the police say that they took about 2000 pairs what yeah <laughs> they were just stuffing them into their clothes they go in there with fucking duffel bags like they're stealing the ba- robbing the bank in heat and they just start st- <laughs> <laughs> and apparently i mean you've been into a mall i lately. have yeah there's no one around Right. You could walk into any mall, I think, at this point and just start blatantly stealing shit. You could grab a handful of panties. Maybe not 21. Well, they stole 2,000 pairs. Dude. Because think of how piled high those tables are when you're in there. And so, I mean, that's like a ransacking. Did they they leave? Does it say if they left before they got them? They didn't catch them until two weeks later. What? What happens is uh, these uh, officers performing a drug investigation... In Fairfax, Virginia, less than two weeks later, they 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 find them. Yeah. For some reason, they're of course uh, involved in this 
drug, yeah. <laughs> whatever this drug problem that's going on. Yeah. And they, they're in possession of the stolen. Imagine you're in Harrisburg and you're like, I'm going to go down to the pawn shop. I might try to get a guitar. And then you walk in, you're like, oh, there's an entire underwear section in here now? <laughs> <laughs> They're just selling thongs at the pawn shop? The tags are on these? <laughs> these are new. That's shocking. It's shocking. But it also, it, it makes sense. Like when you just always picture like, uh, undies are two, three bucks. No, like, I mean, a, a pair of women's underpants, uh, I guess they're expensive. Brand, a brand name like that, those that's, uh, you know, 20 you, bucks. You can probably go to Target and get one for, you know, three, four, maybe. I don't know. Shit, These guys I look hungry for panties, man. I'll tell you what. Wow. 2000. That is absurd. Moving on. Man crashed lawnmower into back of patrol vehicle for third DUI. Haynes, I, I thought you'd like this one, Vince. I've heard a DUI on a horse. I've heard a DUI on a bike. Not on a fucking lawnmower. This is a first for me, man. This is from Haines City, Florida. Oh, of course. The Haines City man was charged with his third DUI over the weekend after crashing a lawnmower into the Haines City Police Department vehicle. The police department said in a news release that an officer was tending to a matter inside Rodriguez fashion. <laughs> I love that name. Rodriguez fashion. Rodriguez fashion. You can picture that. that yeah. is, it reminds me of um, like uh, the dude's club in... Uh, in uh, Boogie Nights. Yeah, you don't walk into Rodriguez fashion and grab $21,000 or nothing No, I'm going to make get, it out. I'm going to guess you don't make it out of there. They, that's a family-owned business, and <laughs> yeah. they, they have employees. Yeah. They're not just, corporate's not just looking looking from afar. No insurance policies except the fucking piece oh. under the counter. Man, that door's getting locked. <laughs> you don't want that door to get yeah. locked. Uh, somebody's going to call Zed. The, yeah, <laughs> the worst thing you can ever hear is, now you can't get out. <laughs> So they're tending to a matter inside Rodriguez Fashion. Shout out to Rodriguez Fashion. That'd be a great sponsor. Yeah. Hopefully they got an online shop. I'm going to see what I can do over there. Yep. Might as well. Uh, there's a man on a lawnmower. He crashes into the back of this dude's police vehicle. According to the report, the officer heard a loud noise and walked outside <laughs> to find Gary Anderson, 68, on a lawnmower Gary. with an attached trailer and noticed minor damage to the rear of the police vehicle. Anderson admitted to hitting the police vehicle and said he was drunk. Oh, <laughs> that clears it up. He's trying to be straightforward. Police say this demeanor ranged from laughing to aggressive. Well, <laughs> so yeah. he's, yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's what a crazy person does. I wonder uh, if it's a lawnmower, since you don't even need an operating license, is the penalty different? Right? Once well, your third one, I guess it probably don't matter. You're fucked. Uh, I, I, I bet they, they found the loophole. They probably looked d deep into the loss for Gary Anderson. Depending on how aggressive he may have fallen down a flight of stairs on the way to the precinct, who knows? Well, after failing to complete his field sobriety test, police said Anderson was taken to the Haines City Police Department, where they said he claimed that he'd been poisoned by police <laughs> and taken, has to be taken did he, to a did hospital. He, did he mean punched or do you mean poisoned? <laughs> poisoned. Anderson was then transported to Heart of Florida Regional Medical Center in Davenport, where he provided a breath sample. Police said his blood alcohol concentration was 0. .241, more than three times the legal limit. Whoa. And a big surprise. There was also cocaine in his system. Gary. According to the report, which he accused police of putting into his system. Now I'd love to know what he was up to. If 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 that's his mode of transportation because it, he already had two DUIs, oh, or yeah. if he's just like getting tooted and he's like going, he's gonna take his trailer out. Man, he's got a trailer on there. That says to me that that's his primary mode of transportation. I got a pickup. I mean, it's basically a pickup. <laughs> his license has been suspended since March 1978. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No. 78? 78. Wow. Well, then, then I'm actually kind of proud of Gary that that's only his third DUI. It seems like he would have gotten fucked up with some other shit by now. Yeah, he has. He only had two previous DUIs. The last one came in 1987. So, wow. So between 78 and 87, Gary was, you know, straight and narrow. Well, not enough to get his license back. <laughs> no, he just didn't yet. He didn't want to go down to the... Oh, he was you avoiding got, the DMV. You got to take that test. Yeah. Like probably like I've had friends who get DUIs, man. You got to take yeah. like a 15-hour test. He's like, man, I'm not even going to be able to do any coke that day. <laughs> He's like, I can't do that shit. Also, what kind of 60? What are you, Keith Richards? You, 
you don't do coke at 68 years old, man. Listen, just take a nap. Florida some... is a different place, man. It absolutely is. And you know what? I I actively try and find stories that aren't in Florida just because <laughs> Florida man and all that's been yeah. it's been such a yeah. thing. But you, you got a show to do. You can't beat them. I can't. I can't. I can't deny the news. Yeah. I can't like feed people other news. This, this ain't fake news. This is real news. This is the news. And I have a treat for you, Vince. This is him. <gasps> oh my God! That he guy. looks like he got poisoned. That guy is hard, dude. That guy will choke you, dude. I wish he was in the fucking cross control photos we just took yesterday. <laughs> just the, there. he's not even in the band. He's no, just there. He's the muscle. He's like the flavor flame. Mm-hmm. Damn, yeah, Gary. That guy's wild. And I will put that up on the Power Moves Ooh. podcast Instagram for all y'all. Damn, Gary. Moving on. Man arrested over vulgar sticker on truck. This is from the Akala Star No free speech. Akala Star Banner. Uh, just to make sure you know it's all up and up. A Lake City man with a crude sticker on the back window of his Chevy truck ended up in Columbia County Jail Sunday after he refused, refused to alter the offending words, citing his right to free speech. A Columbia County Sheriff's deputy pulled the pickup over on US 90 around 5.50 after seeing the sticker, which stated, I eat ass. Oh, no. <laughs> I eat ass, huh? This guy's eating it up, man. This guy's a clean plate club. <laughs> Let everyone know. He's, he's, he's getting it out there, man. He's I'm, like, you know. Make it extra sloppy for me. You know how some, some, some guys use like a dog to get attention from ladies? He's yes. got the sticker. He lets you know. <laughs> he lets you know if you're driving around, wondering, aching, just to get your ass eaten. Anybody where need am, a salad tossed? I'm your man. Where am I going to get this done? You see homeboy in his pickup truck. Boom. Oh. I'm going to get. Time, it's time for someone to have some snacks. Is, cut out the pleasantries. We already know where we're headed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. And he's and you know what's the best part? Is he just has these in white letters, like those mailbox letters. Yeah. Instead of like the people who have the stick figure of their family. It wasn't a funny <laughs> it wasn't a funny sticker from Spencer's gifts. He had it made. He went and bought yeah. the individual stickers and put that on his because yeah. he couldn't find it. Right. This guy couldn't find it. And I eat ass sticker to let the world know that, that he's down sense. to munch on the brown, man. <laughs> And so then he got called out by somebody, some fucking student. Right. Some fucking teetotaler. So hearkening back to the uh, two live crew trial of the band of the USA days, the deputy considered this statement a violation of Florida obscenity laws. Of all things, of all places, Florida has like the wildest obscenity laws. Like, like remember when Luther Campbell got in all that trubs? Man. It's fucking wild, man. There's, there's dudes fucking alligators and shooting yeah. people in the face. What? Uh, boy, I tell you what. But dry, the driver and owner of the truck, Dylan Shane Webb, 23, became defensive when the deputy explained why he'd been pulled over. They're just words, he said. <laughs> and this guy, this, this is like, this guy has a smirk on his face, and I couldn't pull the picture to show you, Vince. This guy has, this guy has the, the smirk of the class clown, slightly overweight kid from every 80s movie who just is unfazed. He's yeah. like, he's been through the ringer, and now it's his time. He's not going to get made fun of anymore. He's going to do his thing, which is eating ass and taking names. And this kid, uh, he gets he, the deputy is like, they're just words. The deputy says, I then asked Dylan to how a parent of a small child would explain the meaning of the words, the report says. And Webb responded that it would be up to the parents. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's funny. Yeah. That's the thing. This kid's super fucking funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> that would be up to the parents. Oh my God. He's quick. <laughs> we got to get this guy in the program. I'm going to reach this out. This reminds me. There was a story about a guy who um, he had signed his driver's license, Ted Nugent, even though his name was like, you know, Bob Smith or whatever. He had signed yeah. Ted. He gets pulled over and the cop takes, you know, license registration. He looks and he goes, did you sign this Ted Nugent? I goes, yeah. Why? He goes, Thought it was funny. He goes, it is. Get out of here. You <laughs> <laughs> let him go. That's <laughs> oh, fantastic. So the deputy writes, I allowed him to remove one of the letters from the word ass. So the statement would be no longer derogatory. <laughs> but he said Webb refused to do to citing the First Amendment. This guy got on a soapbox here for yeah. his ass sticker. And that's when the deputy arrested him on a charge of resisting an arrest without violence. Uh, first degree misdemeanor. And uh, took him to jail. Truck was towed. Bond was 
Bale was set at $2,500. So he had a $2,500 joke. But holy shit, man. This guy's full name's out there. His face is out there. It's worth $2,500. This is a story that goes on forever with your friends. And a man of that uh, who's gone to that length is not going to drive away with his truck saying, I eat as. No. 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 That's not what he's about. He's going to put out the wrong message. (laughs) (laughs) What's he going to do then? Where's he going to get his lunch? (laughs) Good God. All right. Moving on. Gravy-covered computer leads to Des Moines man's child porn arrest. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We got to do it, Vince. I'm sorry. We're talking about sawmill gravy. Is it beef? I don't know. I thought about that. I I pictured a KFC. Yeah. Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Des Moines, you don't say the S, right? Des Moines, yeah. Court documents show a Des Moines man accused of possessing child porn was caught after he spilled gravy on his laptop and needed help from the technical support. The criminal complaint against Robert Watson says he bought, brought his laptop, which he had spilled gravy on, <laughs> to Best Buy in August of 2018 because it was inoperable. He bought a new laptop and paid the store's geek squad to transfer the files from the gravy-covered computer to the new laptop. And that is, in quotes, that is from, like, the document. Yeah. When he got it turned in, it was gravy-covered gravy computer. Jesus, dude. During the transfer, employees noticed several images they believed containing child pornography and notified authorities. Des Moines police investigated both computers. The complaint says Watson told detectives he believes the pictures are of four and five-year-olds that Robert felt were about to have sex. He claimed to have downloaded the images because he wanted to tell other people about them. So he's like Pete Townsend. He's like it's doing ex- research. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's um. No one can stomach to even look at such a thing, let alone download it onto your fucking hard drive to tell people about this gravy loving piece of shit i mean screenshot it with your phone and send it directly to the authorities it is also interesting though otherwise it's for you sick fuck i am i am supremely happy that this gentleman has been uh caught but it is interesting that the geek squad looks at your shit while they're transferring it yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I had to go into the Apple Store the other day and have uh, my contacts transferred because my dumb ass couldn't figure out how to do that. And having that woman now, there's nothing. There's nothing. I'm a I'm a involved man. I live with my girlfriend. There's nothing on my laptop or my phone that could get me in any sort of That's trouble. That's right. Just in case. Not, you know, there's not like there's nothing on there. <laughs> once in a while you go into my history, you maybe see a U porn or something. But that's, you know, that's my rights. Once in a while I gotta check it out or I gotta send a yeah. a link to my buddies. Do you make, wanna show it to other people? Yeah, you have yes, that's usually what it is. It's usually what I get she'll see Well over, that, that's what the gravy man She'll see on my too, phone I'm like, <laughs> Well, okay, here's what happened. Big Toilet was talking about eating ass, and I was like, oh, I got to find someone who looks like Big Toilet, and then I send the video, and that's why. Obviously, look at this video, Melissa. I wasn't enjoying this. It's not sexy. It's not an arousing thing. It was to make fun of Big Toilet, and then she's like, oh, yeah, well, Big Toilet's a a pile, so it makes sense. So... uh, the yeah. Apple woman had your phone. The Apple woman had my gripping. phone, and I just was gripping, man. And I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I, 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 like, it was, she would touch a button, and it was just, What's yeah, this, yeah. Michael? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, also, even if it's, even if you just went into my regular photos, it's filled with obnoxious bullshit sure. that looks strange. You know, it could be a close-up yeah. of Hulk Hogan's nipple. Why did I send that? Because... We were talking about, and I got to talk about how we were discussing this thing on, a, on my I don't want to have to explain this to the genius bar. No, no, and it's just, or I, if I don't explain it, I know she sees it, and she's <laughs> and she's probably seen it all, but I'm a man of pride, and I don't want... The Geek Squad's seen it all. The Geek Squad has seen it all, and you are correct that that is concerning that they just straight up go through your shit, <laughs> unless this was just top of the pile. Well, maybe they were like... You know what? This 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 gravy motherfucker seems sketch. <laughs> let's let's see if he's if he's only dealing in gravy. I got to tell you about this guy. When I was uh, there's a baseball card shop in my neighborhood, D and W baseball cards. There's Dick, grizzled old pot-bellied fellow with the Santa Claus beard, and Wanda, and uh, Wanda, white hair, sweet woman. Um, but you never trust anyone who owns a baseball card or collectible shop. I just, I don't know. Especially in is. those days, dude, because the wax packs, they'd open them, take the good yes. cards out, iron seal them back. Them. Seal them. And, and God knows what. It's just a, it's just a creepy DMW. vibe. DMW. D-N- oh, Dick, and. Okay. Dick and, and Wanda, Wanda Got it. baseball cards. 
crazy cooter work there. Oh, good. Which I always thought that was shady. Um, but Dick would, and he was in such ill health. Dick would get KFC brought to him by crazy cooter. Crazy cooter was like the errand boy to open up packs, sort cards yeah. and things. And Dick would take that KFC gravy and just take it to the dome. No, man. you can't shoot that. That's what I picture this guy. Yeah. This guy, he, 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 oh, looks he knocked over his, his he's, bowl of gravy. He's pretty banged up, man. I think homeboy was just fucking sitting there drinking gravy. Tall glass because of gravy. I, I've seen it happen. Oh, no. I've seen a guy drink. I've seen a guy drink gravy. It only stands to reason that this sick fuck mm. would also. And, and, you know, if you want to drink gravy in the privacy of your own home. That's not up to me. Sure. That's that's you enjoy that. But Go you ahead. should use that the next time you're gripping about your your lifestyle. Correct. <laughs> like, I don't drink gravy. I don't drink gravy. <laughs> that's what this whole program is. It's filled with people that you can listen to this uh, this podcast and say to yourself, "Well, I didn't do that." Yeah. Or if you uh, did do that, you say, "Well, I uh, might." I, I'm not the only one who did that. I'm, I'm not the only one who ran a, uh, a lawnmower into a police car. <laughs> <laughs> I might fucking have to start calling people gravy loving motherfuckers, like gravy drinking motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. What that? Gravy loving motherfuckers. G L M F. G L M F. Yeah, that's a good fucking gang name. <laughs> <laughs> the G L M F. Yeah, ain't taking no more of your shit. Taking back our territory. Yeah, I wouldn't be here when the G L M F get back. Let's get into some p mail. It's called edibles cause Ebola. Um, mm. And I, I wanted to tell this story because it harkens back to our Metallica trip, which we'll get to, Vince. Uh, please do not use my name. This story isn't a great look for me. <laughs> also, apologies. It's a long story. I tried to be as brief as I could. It's from a lady daddy. After the most recent episode where Brooks is talking about how he got too high at a concert, it led me to reminisce about a time a couple years ago that I did the same. A friend and I decided to go see Glass Animals in Pittsburgh. You familiar with that band, Vince? Um, I'm I'm aware of that band. I don't know uh, that I've listened to them. Yeah, it's above my pay grade. And I thought it would be a perfect concert to get extremely high for. I made a purchase of two Rice Krispie Treat edibles. One for me, one for her. We make the drive from... Well, gnarly to eat both. <laughs> we make the drive from Cleveland to Pittsburgh and eat the edibles in line before we go in. So you can't do that, man. Mm-mm. You gotta get that. You gotta get all that shit in your system before you leave the house. You have to be in a comfortable. Give it space. some time, baby. Yeah, you gotta know what you're getting into. Yeah. Because then, uh, then you're in a, a foreign place yeah. with a foreign substance in you, and uh, two of those things are hard to fucking uh, uh, digest. My friend was not one to smoke weed very much and has never eaten an edible. Yeah, a whole Rice Krispie treat has got to be like 20-some grams. That's got to get you real busted up. Dude. It did cross my mind to tell her not to eat the whole thing, but you never want to be that person who is telling people how much you think they should drink or smoke, so I let her eat the whole thing. This is one instance I think you should. (laughs) (laughs) You can probably guess that this was a mistake. I also like this story because... uh, well, Carl, uh, in the in the dad dad boner uh, saga, he eats uh, Rice Krispie treats when he goes to see Steely Dan and spends the entire concert in the uh, bathroom. I think that's on <laughs> chapter, it might be chapter nine, chapter ten on the Patreon right now. If you want to go check that out, we get into the venue in about forty five minutes, and the edible hits me like a brick. We're having a great time, and the opening act gets up on stage. I immediately start to feel the music, and I'm transported. To put it into perspective, it was an indoor venue, and I thought I could see the night sky. Yeah, that adds up. (laughs) Halfway through the opening act set, my friend taps my shoulder and says he doesn't feel well. She doesn't feel well. I brush her off and tell her she's fine. She's just high. (laughs) A little later, she taps me again and insists she needs to leave. I agree. That we should leave, but we're in the middle of the pit. And I was so high, and I wasn't sure how about going to pushing all these people out of the way, so I just stood there. All of a sudden, my friend begins to pass out. Oh, Jesus. Been there. <laughs> yeah, which is wild. I, I almost feel like it's psychosomatic when you pass out from weed. I feel like you're... you're oh, I, I, it's I, not the weed. It's that the panic sets Right. There. It's For me, it's like my brain is like, I am no longer going to be involved with this level of panic. I need to get out. I need to. I need to night es- night. escape. Pod. I, fe- I, I passed out in the subway. I passed out in fucking <laughs> Billy Wayne Davis's apartment in Seattle. Oh my god! I passed out in Brooklyn. Yeah. What were these from? It was just smoking weed and just smoking and hitting the. I mean, yeah, 
pretty much. <laughs> I remember being at an Eric Andre, Dan Curry type of thing. Maybe it was Dan Curry's apartment. Eric Andre or someone had made weed brownies. And I think Dan Curry took a whole one to the dome. And then just in the middle of the party, just whomp right yeah. into the wall and then slid down like he got shot in a Western film. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking terrifying. It is. Brooks passed out at our uh, our apartment during a wrestler. Uh, it was a WrestleMania. Uh, Just middle of the WrestleMania, took two big rips off a fucking joint, and then just, we're standing there, enjoying the match, and he just, whoa, 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 just (laughs) faded, and you know, you picked him up, got a fucking natural light into him, he's fine, he's just fine, it was just like he couldn't handle it. I I tell you, every time that that has happened to me, when I I came to, I was was back in black, baby, I was feeling good, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. up and until the brain said no. They try to help us get out, but she passes out again. Oh, no. <laughs> she's going in and out. Oh, no. This time she's fully laid out in the middle of the pit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the top shot of that is fantastic. The crowd begins to part away to the front barricade to get us out. I get her to, I get her to come to and get her to the front where she gets pulled over the barricade by security. All while this opening act is still playing. <laughs> thank you (laughs) (laughs) they take us to the back of the venue where the emts are my friend starts explaining that she got too hot and passed out (laughs) and that she needed water and to cool down (laughs) i am so good thinking good thinking (laughs) i'm so high that i'm completely useless and couldn't manage to keep up with any of the conversation so i just sat there they take her blood pressure and it's extremely low, so they're making her chug a bunch of water in order to get it high enough to let her go. She pukes up the water because oh, <laughs> they're no. making her slam water and she's all spinny, oh, no. barfs all the water up. Oh, it's horrible. And uh, insists that she's fine. This happened a few weeks ago when I was in the desert in the Middle East where I was studying abroad. What? That's where this happened? No, they're at a concert, and she says that this happened. She got overheated. She was in the oh, Middle East. Oh, 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 got it, got it, got it. Which was true. She said to this, uh, she wasn't trying to fib. She's like, hey, man, this happened to me. EMT immediately gets argumentative and asked if we had been, if she had been tested for Ebola since coming back from the Middle East. She says no, because there were no cases of that anywhere in the Middle East, and they didn't test for it when you get back. But he insists she could have been exposed and says that he needs to contact the infectious disease unit. Oh, no. Man, this guy is a downer, man. Man, what a bummer. He makes a phone. You're trying to tell someone that's already having a fucking freak out to the max from fucking dope that uh, But also, that you the, might have the, an infectious, bringing in the infectious disease unit. It's not crossing your mind that these people are fucked up. Yeah, rice on Rice Krispie Treats. Well, even if you if they haven't said that, right. like as a medical professional, you're not looking at them going like, you're fucked up. Yeah, at a concert? Yeah. He makes a phone call and comes back and has this guy on the phone tell us that we should be taken to a hospital immediately. <laughs> we insist that we're fine and that we'd like to get back to our t- hotel room. The EMT begrudgingly makes us sign a waiver that says we refuse medical care. And she actually sent me this. It's oh. wild to see. Wow. Uh, and that they are not responsible if we die. It's on the fucking. It says the word die. You're on, fucking high as a Georgia pine, and someone's going, "If you die, it's not my problem." <laughs> of course, of course, we sign it in a last ditch effort. We ask if we can go back into the venue and sit in the back. Of course, they say no, and we simply have to leave before glass animals even uh. went on. So it's just, and you know, she says they drove two hours, got a hotel room, got high immediately. It's a tale as old as time, Vince. <laughs> It's 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 happening at all times somewhere. So, so I'll tell you what this is what this reminds me of. We went to it was me, you, Joe DeRosa, and uh, and gnarly. We went to Metallica at the Rose Bowl. We had a fucking fantastic time. Hell yeah! But we pre-partied a little bit yep. in gnarly. And again, I'm not good at weed. I've gotten better since then, but I I wasn't using it medicinally properly in my home. <laughs> and I took some rips over whatever kind he gets. Yeah. I always, I'm always confused because I just seem to buy whatever at the store. Yeah. And, but some people must seek out like some other whole fucking level of fucking pot. Yeah. THC levels or something that I don't understand that I'm just a commoner. <laughs> I don't know, man. Couple rips. We go into the concert and I got to pee. 
and we're in the middle of the fucking Pasadena Rose Bowl. That's right. Metallica is loud as fuck. It is dark out. We get there when it's daylight, but it's dark now, and I got to take a leak. Yep. I wander off. Dude, we had we had to send a search party. Bernsey went MIA, dude. I can't find <laughs> the restroom. I what I I'm just trying to focus on walking up these steep ass fucking stairs. Yeah. So I, I I think I'm going up to an exit to get off to a to a, right. a level where I can where I can find a John. I walk all the way to the top, <laughs> the tippy top. Okay. I walk to the top of the fucking Rose Bowl, yeah. Vince, oh, and realize that. The edge of the world is here, and I need to go back down. Yeah. Immediately back down. And it's in Metallica, again, in the background. A lot going on. He's fucking rocking. There's light shows. People yeah. are going bananas. Screen, and huge I'm just, screens. And I'm trying to focus. I <laughs> Left foot, right foot. Left foot, right foot. I'm doing that. I get back to our seating area. And you're like, oh, you find the We bathroom. were like sitting in that like camera. We're sitting. Remember we had moved because our seats sucked, so we got to go and sit in that like little pit. Yes, it was like yeah. a little. It was like a little pit slash almost like the rooftop of where I think it's like where there would if it was a football game they'd have a camera stationed. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And I get back and you guys ask me if, if you know, I found the where you been where you would you find the bathroom what et cetera et cetera and I'm like no I just never did I don't think I ever did oh my god unless someone chaperoned me then we leave and we can't get out. The two-hour hike, trying to we're, find our way out. We're all blown out, yeah. and we we literally had to hike for two hours almost because we got all fucking turned around. We were up, we were up in the woods, like over the fucking freeway. This was like in a television program picture where someone takes a oh, we'll just take this shortcut, yeah, and then it's on a studio set like Seinfeld is in the middle of the woods, yeah. like oh, I don't know what to where do. Where am I? Yeah, oh, it's a fucking nightmare. So I feel you, I feel you, yeah, I feel you, Daddy. This shit happens to everybody. Vince, you got time for one more? Let's do it, baby. Some P-mail for you. This is P-E-E mail. Hi, Mike. Really enjoying the podcast. Been a fan of Dad Boner since Carl still lived with his lame family. I especially enjoy the listener stories, and I thought I'd share a quick one of my own from almost 20 years ago that still makes me and my friends laugh to this day. This is probably 2001, and I was living my post-college life with my brother in Boston, working easy jobs and partying as often as possible. One weekend, some friends from our hometown in New Hampshire came down for a visit, and they brought along an Englishman named Nick that I hadn't met before, but he seemed pretty cool, and we got along just fine. As the evening progressed, we headed to an art school party that my brother knew about on the third floor of a Boston brownstone apartment. The door to the apartment led to the kitchen where a couch was waiting, presumably moved from the living room to make room for a nice dance floor. I plopped down on the couch with Nick, and we proceeded to pound cold ones. See, that's my move, man. I get into a... I, I find the the, uh, the 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 nicest seating out mm-hmm. of the way, yep. and that's my spot. And and you'll find me there for the rest yeah. of the shit. Let the party come to you. The party will come to you. Yeah, I'm not a. I don't like. You got to get up, mingling, mingling, moving around. Excuse me, pardon me. If someone really wants to talk to me to the point where they'll 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 think that uh you know it's rude to not do so, then they'll come to me. Yeah. <laughs> and if they don't want to talk to me. Then why would I go there? over and try and force it upon him? I'll see you next time. After some time, Nick declares that he needs to piss, but he doesn't want to deal with the bathroom situation. The bathroom was off the living room dance floor past the dining room. There was a short line for the bathroom that we could see from our sweet couch location. Yeah, you can't leave that sweet couch, man. No. That is safe haven. Prime real estate. Was he just being lazy? Definitely. But if he would wasn't, I wouldn't have this story to tell you. I suggested that he duck into the dark pantry that was being blocked off by the couch and piss into a beer bottle. Oh, no. And he liked that idea. Man, you, that never works. Beer no, bottles are not meant no, to be pissed in. not in a home. And this, is in a, this is in a pantry where the food is, no. Vince. He grabbed a bottle and disappeared. A few seconds later, he was asking for a second bottle. Oh, no. Man. Nick. Does that mean that you're just going to try and... Uh, Did he try to snap or like he tried to break it you in the and, middle? You try Take an intermission? It? You can't do an intermission. Man, they, they, that hurts. That's no fun. No. Is, that hurts like the dickens. Yeah. I'm guessing in an inebriated state, you're not going to be able to pinch it. And you're just going to. Mm. And, and you're not going to be able to get a good aim from beer bottle to beer bottle. That people's food pantry got oh, pissed in. Man. There's potty in there. They're never going to know oh, about it. Oh, no. 
I have no idea how accurate his aim was, but soon he reappeared with two full bottles of fresh piss, Mm. wondering what to do with them. Oh, no. I had a second great idea and suggested he just dump them out the pantry window. I'm completely unfamiliar with the building, but was at least 60% sure that there was just an alley out there. Well, Nick did just that and returned to the couch where we proceeded to be the coolest guys at the party. <laughs> Some pretty cool guys. That line reminds me. That's a, that's a very Jesse Pop thing. Yeah. The coolest guys at the party. <laughs> Two bottles of piss. Yep. Got his couch. Out the window. All was good until a few minutes later when a very angry gentleman burst through the door wearing a sweatshirt that was generously soaked <laughs> with what I could only assume was hot piss from a drunk Englishman. His instincts did not fail him as he headed straight to our couch and demanded, Did you guys see who poured something out the window? (laughs) (laughs) Was it gravy, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. We assured him that we had no idea what he was talking about. Defeated, he stormed around the apartment for a few minutes. Hey! (laughs) But soon, man... Guy soaked and pissed, being super steamed. Oh, you're buzzed up. That's got to be the funniest goddamn thing. But he soon realized he was not going to get sweet revenge. As soon as he was safely out of the apartment, Nick and I burst into laughter. I haven't seen Nick since that night, but we're still a mutual friends. Thanks for the laugh, Daddy. Leon from New Hampshire. Wow. You know I love that story, Vince? Because that you couldn't make that shit up. No. no. Why would you make that up? <laughs> That's the that's outstanding. That's like there's you you can just tell little little tick tricks and tells in uh in stories like that. Like yeah, you wouldn't ex- you wouldn't use just two. You would just right. do one beer bottle, not two. I'd love I'd love to know where the piss soaked man was. Was he in like his courtyard? Was he in a in an alley? Was he just on the street? Like was he waiting to get in? Where, <laughs> where was he when he began Hello, to be rained down upon? Buzz me in. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, what? Is it? No. Oh, oh God. You have to kill yourself then, oh, I think. Yeah, I that's, think that's when on. you move out to the center of the world or whatever. Don't talk to anybody anymore. I don't think you can go on after <laughs> someone dumps two beer bottles of piss on you. Oh, yo. Fucking Leon. That's a cool that's name. It's hard to get off. That's a cool name. All right, let's close it out with them. Power Groove. Vince, what do you listen to this week? Uh, what have I been listening to this week? Um, oh, well, I'm going to see Kevin Morby tonight. That's not like a real uh, rockin' individual but it's it's good tunes oh it doesn't have to be um and you know what i've been fucking rock so uh, i should have given you a heads up this is just like you know you, know, you play one song more than more than oh most. Oh, oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's all this is oh, okay what's what makes you feel good when you're walking around give you a little bit of energy well i mean this is this uh, i just been listening to because we've been mixing the record i just been cranking cranking the cross control that's just be, me being honest with you dude. that's a, that's fair i cross understand con- that cross control underscore LA on Instagram, dude. The tunes are dropping very soon, and I'm excited about it. That's great. We're going to give you full push. Thank We're you, We're going to give you the full... <laughs> the PR department, Power Moves Entertainment, is going to give you guys a full put, push. Put the single out on us, man. man that, Come on, play the single. That's pro bono. That's <laughs> pro you. bono until you get on your feet, till the, you know, till the big bucks start coming sure, in. Sure, sure, sure. Then we're going to talk about a contract. Got to rework it. I've been... Uh, uh, I forgot about this song. Um, I found it um, because I had my... My iTunes, actual iTunes on my TV, and sometimes I just turn that on for music because I don't have a sound bar or speakers in here yet. Um, but uh, I'm Free by Pimp C after uh, the 2006 Pimpolation uh, album that was on uh, Rap-A-Lot Records. Uh, it uses a, a Tom Petty sample, which might seem a little basic bitch, but uh, the bass line in it is real fucking loud and thick. And it's a great song if you've been broken up with or you broke up with someone or you just got out of work. It's a song about freedom because Pimp C had just gotten out of jail. Uh, and I believe in 2005, this comes out in 2006, and sadly Pimp C died from a uh, perpin in 2007. Oh. It was a tragedy. Died in uh, Pimp C from UGK, died in West Hollywood from perp. Wow. He also had sleep apnea. Oh, So if you got sleep apnea, you don't. Got- Address that shit. You got to address that shit, man. I've heard several people uh, have passed away from that. People that I've known known through friends, and it usually is like you're 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 getting too heavy into a sedative or perp. Like I've never done promethazine, right. cough syrup. That's not not my yeah. thing. Sipping on some scissor. But when you pass out and you're like out out, yeah, that's how you fucking eat it, and it's just a sad, simple way to die after you go through uh. so much shit. You just you ever see somebody get punched out and they start snoring? 
Yes. That's crazy. Yes. And it's a weird snore too. Yeah. It's this weird, like, like real nasally. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a nose fart kind of Very thing. Very weird. It's yeah. Instant. <laughs> it's it's almost like their their uh, sinuses or their their nostril is just all. Or, yeah, sinuses. No. Yeah. Nose cavity. Nose cavity is okay. fucked up, and that would make there's the, some sort of damage in there that's going to make a loud noise like a. Ugh. Yikes. Not good. Now I'm going to look up some of those later, Vince. Thank you very much. Uh, again, if everyone, if you want to subscribe or, uh, or, uh, what is it? Follow, I guess it's follow the power moves podcast, just power moves podcast on Insta. Um, that's where you'll see all of the nonsense, uh, photos of what I can get of people that were on this show. The, uh, nincompoops from the power moves you can use power news you can use. Uh, if you want to reach out, you want to send in your story, send it to power moves with Mike Burns at gmail.com. And if you want to hear the two new chapters as well as the rest, I think there's 11 chapters from uh, the Power Moves book, audio book, up now. Patreon.com slash Power Moves with Mike Burns. And you'll also get the After Dark episodes, which you heard a free one last week. If that's something you like, sometimes they're 10 minutes, sometimes they're a half hour, sometimes they're five. It's just whatever time we have to do, you're, you're going to hear a little more of a candid talk about things. Uh, again, please, five-star reviews. That puts... The butts in the pews. Meeting adjourned. Thank you so much, Vince. You want to plug anything? Thank you. No, no, brother. Uh, we watch wrestling podcasts, but uh, I'm I'm stoked to finally get to do this, dude. Good times, man. Absolutely a pleasure. And if you are a wrestling fan and you want to get a little bit deeper into it, I I, I can't encourage you enough to check out We Watch Wrestling Podcast. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves.